0: training, mindset, integrity, incremental improvement. What can you do better today? Start right here with The Pendola Project. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Pendola Project. As always, I'm your host, Matt Pendola. Aaron and I, we have a very special guest that has come on for Monday Motivation for a three-part series, and this is Dr. Naomi Albertson. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a sports medicine doc specializing more in overuse injuries and she's helped a lot of our athletes over the years and we thought it'd be great if she could give some of her insight to help you. She did her fellowship at Stanford University in sports medicine and she's also board certified by the American Board of Family Medicine. She went to medical school at Tufts University School of Medicine. So lots of lots of experience a, a huge background with her with our athletes and even for herself she was she was quite the gymnast when she was younger and then took a lot of what she knew and her experience into her practice so i really think that you have a lot that you'll learn from listening to naomi in this three part series the the first part is more about how to get to your goals and uh, why. And, And that's so important to start off with knowing the why. So of course, we talked a lot about that. The second part of the series, we talked a little bit more about training, you know, just the basics about warming up and what type of warmups we should do and how we should warm up and why it's important to do those things properly and with intent and have a plan for your strength training and some specifics there as to what strength protocols we like to follow and why. And then finally, in the third part of the series, we talked a little bit more about the nutrition behind it. And all of this centers more around aging athletes, people who are 40 and 50 and 60 and beyond people who want to get back to health or people who want to continue their health as they age. But really, again, I think that this applies to everyone. Hopefully you guys will get a lot out of this. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget. You can go to our website at pendolatraining.com, email, Aaron, Aaron at dot com. Okay, here's the show. Okay, so we're in now part three of our series. We're talking about, in the first part, our why, how do we get to our best version of ourselves. And we talked about training more in part two, what to do. Now we're talking about nutrition in part three, which is such an important component to be able to have that long-term health and the results that we want. So we want to focus a little bit more here on the science behind all of it. And that's where we have Dr. Albertson, all of her years of experience, and of course, her company that she she came up with this company really because there was a need there was a need for people in aging athletes especially people over 40 who really need to understand that this balance does not have to be that complicated but there are some things that should be done and for good reasons so Naomi Dr. Nye's supplement company you started this a few years ago didn't you
1: yeah I did thanks Matt for that nice introduction I think um Yeah, so I started Dr. Nye's OC2 because, you know, I've worked in the world of sports medicine, and I actually ran a human performance lab, and I've, you know, been working with athletes for, gosh, almost 20 years, And, and I think, you know, the need is clear. You know, when we have these young, very elite athletes, you know, a lot of our listeners have probably seen, you know, websites and stuff about, you know, Olympians who are eating just these huge number of calories per day, and... You know training all day long and um and you know i felt like there was this massive discrepancy between our young athletes who are really focused on these exercise programs getting the nutritional you know requirements that they need and then our older patient population or our older population older than 40 really who are all exercising but kind of blowing it in the world of you know nutrition and not really supporting recovery, not really supporting their bone quality. And of course, with my profession as a sports doc, unfortunately, I see a lot of these people after injury who are trying to get back to activity. And one of the biggest problems I see is that, you know, they're training, but they're just not eating to match their training. And so they're either getting further injured or they're just not getting quite out of that injury, you know, pattern and so i mean i invented a, a supplement called dr nye's oc2 all our listeners can check it out on the website which is boneandmuscle.com um, but you know i invented it because there was a clear need for supporting muscle and supporting bone um, in our older athletes in particular in our older active people um, active patients active clients you know to to just try to maximize the effects of what they were doing in their exercise routines
2: well yeah just like you don't train like you did when you're in your 20s you probably shouldn't eat the same or supplement or or, you know
1: support your system the way you did when you're in your 20s so that's a pretty valuable exactly um, thing to know and I think you know I think I get asked sometimes like are you a you know are you a nutritionist no I am not a nutritionist and I Tell a lot of people too, you know like if you have any concerns about what's in our product or you have any you know questions about you know what you're reading online about nutritional support for your activity, you absolutely should consult you know consult your physician, talk to a registered dietitian or a nutritionist about some specific meal plans but I think you know overall if you're a healthy person and you're just darn it trying to you know see the the fruits of your labor so to right, speak right. you know really kind of maximizing, um, again, your, your macro and your micronutrients to kind of see those benefits is, is critical. So, yeah, Yeah,
2: we were just talking before this too. I used the Dr. Nye's OC2 when I was going through my black belt test. And as much as we talk all the time about the recovery side of things and how you should recover, recover during that five and a half, six months, I honestly didn't have the recovery because you just don't have that as an option. So I really think that using, using your product probably kept me, you know from doing that's any great. any damage to myself yeah. and, and I made it through and it was great and so that I I think it it's it's one of those I do, that's the only supplement that I have used yeah. so well, I, awesome. thank you.
0: Yeah, no I I also used your supplement getting uh the world championships for Spartan and uh and also for my my duathlon national championships that was my first real attempt at master's titles. And um, anyways, suffice it to say, it, I definitely feel it, it helped in my process. And so I, I would say that using something like that for me, at least at this point, and I know for Aaron too, is something that we don't, we, we don't have supplements in our routines all the time. But when we do have it in, we like to keep it simple, And I say, you know, kiss, keep it simple, stupid, but keep it uh, uh, simple and smart. Um, And when it comes to supplements, I, I know so many people who have 20 supplements on their shelf. And so what I really loved about your supplement is that I didn't have to worry about all the things that I was getting into my body that I really didn't understand or didn't know if I was already getting in too much of some of these things as well. So can you talk a little bit about about that and and how people should think about taking a supplement like yours and, and why and should they take it year round?
1: Sure. So um, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So I think, and, and that's okay. Um, a lot of our listeners have already, you know, heard about, you know, m- many of the ingredients in um, my supplement. The ingredients that are in there are vitamin D as D3, because that's most bioavailable. There's magnesium as magnesium oxide. Again, the oxide is oxygen and your body can utilize that. Um, We have uh, calcium as calcium citrate, again, usable by your body. And then the final ingredient is the creatine and that's as monohydrate. Creatine is something that's been in the sports world for absolutely ever. Um, It's been around for, you know, over almost 60 years now. And, you know, the research on it has just been overwhelmingly supportive to use low dose creatine. So three to five grams a day. And that is, you know, in young people, their body is making that naturally. The problem is aging. Right. And unfortunately, you know, after about age 40, we're just, we can't keep up with the, you know, internal manufacturing of creatine. And then you throw in exercise and you're asking those muscles to do more, right. and they just, you know, get depleted. So unless you're eating a pound of steak or a pound of salmon a day, Um, which my cardiology friends would kill me if I told you (laughs) to do that, Um, you know, I would say, you know, you you probably do need to look at supplementing some creatine. And the reason in our product we use creatine monohydrate is because that's what's been studied. And so, you know, our product is unique in that it is based entirely on the research of what has been proven to be effective both for bone and muscle support. The reason we didn't include any kind of protein in our supplement is man is protein very individual right and so i think we could all talk about that a little bit about what we recommend for For the protein yeah for protein
2: that's probably one of the most common nutritional questions we get like how much protein like if i'm trying to build muscle how much protein right and like you said it's so individual and it's not just a you need one gram per pound you need i mean i think it takes some getting to know your body. And if you've never really had to think about it much, you kind of just go with the standard one, one gram per pound.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I, of course, again, I'm not an RD and I don't make recommendations there, but I can appreciate when somebody wants to have an idea. So I, I think that one gram per pound is a pretty safe bet overall. But from there, I think when you look at your other calories that you're taking in, and you look at your fats and you look at your carbs, what do you have room for? What do you have right. left over?
1: I mean, a gram per pound. Like, most people are going to be super full, right? right. I mean, That's a lot just of protein. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't eat one more right. thing. Right. you know? And it's really interesting. You know, I mean, I end up talking about nutrition with a lot of my patients who are, you know. Re- recovering from something from surgery, from an injury. And, you know, the current recommendations, at least that I've come across through places like the International Society of Sports Nutrition are that, you know, when you're recovering, you're looking at 1.4 to 1.6, grams of protein per kilogram right okay okay but that's our older population too and they all like I make them do the math in my office and they look at me like I'm nuts like are you kidding I can't eat 100 grams a day right you know and many people are eating you know and to give our audience like some basis here right like an egg has anywhere between four and six grams You know, a large breast of chickens, about twenty to Mm twenty-five, right? So, I mean, if you're you're sitting there, if if I'm sitting there and I say, hey, you got to eat a six-ounce steak and two breasts of chicken, that like they're like on a daily basis, yeah, that's just not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. Forget about it. So, and I think protein is personal, right? I mean, some people really don't want to eat meat proteins. Some people want to eat plant-based. Some people don't tolerate things like whey or casein, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think, you know, you got to experiment with yes. those things, and and there's a reason that protein is a multi-billion dollar industry out there, right, because it matters, it, it's important. Yes, and I know I'll even, I
2: mean, we've talked about this previous episodes, but about Personally, like you're saying it's so personal because with me, if I eat too much protein, my stomach does not right. like that at all. It's really hard for me to break down, and it probably does depend on the type of protein I'm getting. But overall, I would say, yeah, it's. I am not alone in that. I know that I've talked to other people like, if I eat that much protein, I just I can't. My I can't. My body can't keep up with digesting all that protein. <laughs> Well,
0: your body will tell you a lot, obviously. And that's also a theme that you'll notice that pops up a lot of what we've already said today. And so when I have athletes, again, aging athletes, that's also, I have plenty of athletes in their 40s, 50s, 60s. We have an athlete who's 80 years old and a uh, world-class athlete still in that category that he's in. And really it comes down to me to what are your energy system demands what are your needs mm, and absolutely. right somehow carbohydrates have become some kind of a villain which is silly and ridiculous
1: <laughs> totally
0: i do know <laughs> i'm not i'm not a, an expert at this and I, I i just keep it simple and i do know that the laws of thermol Thermodynamics. See, I can't even say the word, so I'm no expert. <laughs> the laws of thermodynamics have not changed, and they will not change for anybody. So, energy in versus energy out, and to create a small deficit or to increase, make a smaller surplus to me is key. That way, you are you can make small changes, and you can really see what's working for you, what's not. And that way, those small adjustments really add up for you and performance and how you feel. But mostly that last part, how you feel over time. Whereas if you're just taking in these sort of random rules and you're excluding things in your nutrition program because some diet said to, you have no idea why you feel like poop. And then now where do you go? And when things slow down for you and you don't have the energy and you don't feel like moving more and then you feel defeated and really all you need to do is get in a few more carbohydrates, for example. Right, right. So
1: I think Matt just hit on a really important topic, too, this whole, you know, energy in, energy out issue. It's, you know, right now with COVID, I got a lot of people who are, you know, putting on weight, unfortunately, sitting to, you know, their office yep. just moved right next to the refrigerator. Yes. And so, unfortunately, <laughs> it you know, becomes, a lot easier to just kind of snack throughout the day. And maybe you've got, you know, five or 10 pounds you'd like to get rid of before you start your exercise program. And I think, you know, like Matt just commented on, you know, creating that caloric deficit. Now, please don't do it all and, you know, don't starve yourself, like that's not the goal here. Um, But I think, you know, creating And it's, you know, 3,500 calories per pound, no matter how you slice it. So, you know, you got to create that deficit. Usually I tell people shoot for a two-week period of time where maybe you're just dropping out, you know, 100 to 200 calories a day so that you see a pound loss every two weeks. That's as fast as I would go, Um, you know. And again, if you're in that category of trying to figure out, like, what should you drop out? Well, gosh, go for the low-hanging fruit first, right? I
2: was going to say, what's a snack? You yeah. know, your, your crackers, your handful of crackers, there's, there's 150 calories right there. Exactly. So, I mean, yes, it's the non-essentials that, that we try to get rid of first, right? Exactly. So.
0: Well, and to give uh, Dr. Albertson here a little bit of credit, I, <laughs> I heard you in a lecture talking, uh, this was a few years ago. And you said that very thing and I realized that a lot of my athletes were if they were trying to gain mass, they were going up a thousand calories at once right and a lot of my clients who were trying to lose weight would go down maybe 500 calories at once something like that and I I realized that, wow, this is way too much. These are extremes and And I can tell you full testimonial that in the last few years, my athletes have had much better results in progress by having smaller incremental changes in their programs, and just even avoiding that mindset of trying to do it all at once because even that shift in mindset I think can be detrimental
1: absolutely i mean it 's just not sustainable, right you know. I mean, even when, you know, we have very, very overweight patients who we're trying to treat, you know, with diet restrictions, I mean, you have to take medications to deal with appetite suppression, right? And that's, that's real. Uh, You know, you can't cut somebody to below a thousand calories a day and expect them to tolerate that. I mean, it's horrible. Um, It feels like starvation because it is. Well, you want to
2: still have good quality of life and that's not going to happen if you're just
1: drastically changing something overnight absolutely so i mean i would say like if you're trying to drop you know five or ten pounds expect for that to take you know anywhere between three and six months to see that change
0: hallelujah
1: right and no we struggle with that too because everyone wants you to say like
2: oh it's great in one month you're going to be stronger you're going to be fitter (laughs) you're going to be healthier and then you know we talked about our ebook series that we're coming out with and you know everyone's like oh six weeks to a better butt, and matt's joking he's like man no one's gonna buy your book because it's gonna say like two years to a stronger (laughs) butt. but But in reality it's like that's what it takes and you have to know that going into it and have that mindset that you're gonna be okay with it taking that long absolutely
0: well in this series is about knowing your why and i love that we're opening up this part of the conversation because really if i ask somebody why why are you starving yourself right now? Let's just stick with the weight loss idea. Yeah. Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you saying no sugar, no fruit? Because right. that's fructose. Oh, God. oh, my gosh. Don't take any fruit. <laughs> and it's so silly. And then it comes down to, well, I saw this fitness influencer with a banana and throwing it in the garbage and saying it was no good for you. We've actually even had, uh, we've heard, uh, we won't say names, but we've heard of a, a fitness influencer uh, around us that was telling her kid, telling kids not to have bananas,
2: too much sugar, too much sugar, right? Yeah. (laughs) And there's
0: so much bad information out there. And again, what I'm going to say is that you've got to, if anything, educate yourself, know what you're putting into your body and why, but also know why you're not putting something into your body and why. And, and the whole weight loss scenario I mean, my gosh, if we just don't have any water for the next three days, we're going to lose a lot of weight. <laughs> is that sure. the point? Is that why we're doing it right? <laughs> just to lose water weight or just lose weight because that's just water. And it's
1: so funny that you say that because I usually tell people when they're trying to lose weight, just throw away your scale. Yeah. Because don't it, even it, don't like, even look at it. Don't get on there because all you're seeing is water fluctuations, yes. you know, day to day. And, it, you know, you can obsess about it. It can absolutely either destroy your day or make you feel right. so good that guess what? You eat an extra 100 calories, right? Because you earned it. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, just get rid of the scale. You're yes. going to know how you feel. And, frankly, if you're really focusing on what you're putting in the system, that's what matters, that yes. you're feeling good, like Matt alluded to earlier. I would say, you know, off the topic of just, you know, of weight loss, like we sort of started with, of just strength training. because. Yes. Of course, if you guys have listened to the previous podcast, you know, um, as we age, you know, it's critical that we get both that that warm up, the aerobic, the anaerobic, right, that we maintain muscle strength. And from my perspective and certainly the message behind my company has been, you know, nobody's plan is to land in a nursing home. That's not your plan. That's what happens when you blow it, you know, and. And if you want to be able to be independent, to continue to be active, whether that's hiking or biking or, you know, or standing in your kitchen and making a meal, then you have to strength train and you have to support your muscles. And that's what we're talking about here with protein and creatine and strength training. I mean, they all go sort of hand in hand.
2: Can I ask you something? This would be a good point to ask you. Um, The calcium. Yeah, because that's yet another thing, and I, coming more from a female perspective, sure. um, I know because that's usually the 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 population that tends to the bone density tends to be less. You know, as you get yeah. older, that's a concern. So, I'm assuming that's part of the the process with your with the doctor Nice too. It is. The calcium. You know,
1: when I first um, designed the product, it was mostly because I have so many patients who have suffered with either osteopenia right. or osteoporosis and then had a resultant fall and fracture. Yes, yes. And the research is, it's right in front of us, right? It's strength train, strength train, strength train. It's not load your system with a whole bunch of, you know, vitamin D, calcium right. and mag. It's, hey, get out and get active. Get the muscle mass up because that's what's driving normal bone turnover. But as I tell my patients, like, you also have to have the building blocks around if you want your bones to, you know, recover, respond, yes. you know, like your bones are not just cement pillars in your body, like they actually they actually grow, grow. and yeah. resorb uh-huh. and uh-huh. you know, all the time. And so um, the calcium component is important, but um, I think everybody's gotten sort of vitamin d entirely yes. in the last couple of years. And um, vitamin D of course is a carrier for calcium. It's what helps get calcium into your bloodstream through your gut, right? So if you don't have vitamin D around, you don't absorb calcium very well. And so, um, you know, the sunshine is helpful yes. for vitamin D, but also is dietary vitamin D and calcium is tricky because, you know, you can get too much. I was, that was my, yeah. Yeah, and sure. and you know, like I, I tell everybody all the time, my gosh, if you don't need a supplement, by all means, don't take it. Right, Like go get it in your food, right? Um, The problem that I have with a lot of the food practices is the food practices, right? Right. We've gotten (laughs) to this point where we have a lot of interesting options for calcium. And, you know, especially dairy being the primary one, um, you know, it's probably best consumed as whole fat and Uh certainly best as organic so that you're not getting the, you know, the antibiotics. But most of my adult patients don't tolerate milk. I was just gonna say you have the lactose intolerant group that's like well that's
2: out for me so exactly so
1: so that's you know I mean we include in our supplement calcium again as calcium citrate Mm -hmm. because it's what's been shown in the research to be most bioavailable we include the vitamin d to maximize its absorption yeah and um and you're absolutely right Erin I mean I think we should all as women and men but More importantly, women. I just feel like that's yeah. So women, because of our estrogen loss through menopause, unfortunately, we have a a faster rate of decline of bone, Mm -hmm. Um, and so you know we see that um, unfortunately over time we're seeing more and more women develop osteopenia and osteoporosis. We think that's because partially because of less weight-bearing activities before menopause, but also because of poorer intake of dairy and milk okay. products right and um, I joke with my patients I'm like I get exactly one tablespoon of dairy which is, is my cream in and my coffee, coffee. <laughs> um, and, and that's it and you know and the rest is as a supplement because I do not tolerate dairy very well but um, but that being said I mean I think you know we as women really need to get that you know bone to its max that we can before we hit you know age 35 40 yes. because then again we're starting to see those muscle declines which contributes to the bone declines and then darn it menopause really tanks wow. us the loss of estrogen and there's estrogen receptors in your bone um you know just, just it can really destroy bone for a lot of women and so again i mean you can't control when menopause is going to happen you can control what you're getting before menopause, you absolutely can control your muscle strength. Yes. And, you know, that, those are the two, you know, variables that are, you know, worth targeting in my opinion.
0: I love it. And just, you know, thinking back to the days when my grandmother who was stuck in a chair and uh, on an oxygen tank and not moving around at all and not getting outside and and being told that she needs to take calcium every day. You right. uh, know, we've come a long way since those days. But one thing I wanted to point out is some people listening they may uh, not get into the gym to get in strength work. That doesn't mean that you're not strength training. If you're doing things like you're uh, hiking up mountains and you have a backpack on and you're doing, you know, it all these things contribute to strength and you certainly do want to have some sort of a support for those energy needs so that's also important for for you guys so you know moving that that vehicle that's up to you what how you uh you choose to uh to to train and and what type of strength training you're getting in i do think that strength training is the sort of fountain of youth though absolutely i'm glad you absolutely. said that
1: and i think too to address that point matt of i mean all uh, all of the athletes who are listening hopefully out there are you know coming at their activity in a different way like my life is so busy that i'm working out 30 minutes max a day right that's all i get in but if you are lucky enough to be retired and you're going out for an eight-hour hike well man your nutritional needs are going to be very different obviously and i think you know some of the best resources that i've found out there are the american medical society of sports medicine they have very good information about you know the the evil carbohydrates, um, <laughs> the uh, you know protein recommendations, mm-hmm. um, macro and micronutrients. So I mean, I would encourage our listeners to go check out their website and then also the International Society of Sports Nutrition. Okay. You know, you are an athlete as long as you are active. And so you know, I mean, I think we don't we think of athletes as sort of these you know 18 and 20 year olds who are just you know pushing the limits, but that's they're not the only ones who need nutrition. Right.
0: That's brilliantly said. Yeah. Dr. Albertson, do you have any other closing comments about what people uh, should think about avoiding? Because uh, I do. I did think that that was an important uh, subject that we that we talked about briefly but um i i feel like some things can be toxic and and having too many supplements and not really knowing that well i already had a multivitamin with this much vitamin c in it then i had another supplement that also had vitamin c in it and yeah. then i took i took in vitamin c during my day in my actual uh whole foods right. and and now i'm poisoning myself <laughs> It's only vitamin C, right? So can can you just briefly talk about that because I think that's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see a fair number of patients who you know who come in and they tell us the the two medications they're taking for their high blood pressure, but they leave out the seventeen supplements that they're taking, and it's really not until we ask. And most of us we don't even have time. We don't get there, right? So, I think yes, it, you know, supplements are a multi-billion-dollar industry out there, and um, the research behind many supplements is very good honestly but the problem with the supplement world is the manufacturing process and the quality of what you're getting and um and some of the studies too right like in my world in sports medicine we're always talking about anti-inflammatories one of the things i get asked a lot is well what do you think about turmeric right because turmeric's like been in the headlines for the last year or so right and um And what I think about turmeric is that, you know, the research is very good that if you use it as a spice, that it probably increases your body's ability to fight antioxidant as an antioxidant, right? It gets rid of free radicals, but there is zero evidence that taking a pill of turmeric does the same. So it's really hard and it's tricky. It's such a great question, Matt, because I mean, you know, you bring me your bottle of turmeric. I don't know if it's doing anything. The research doesn't support it. Right. I have no idea where it's getting manufactured. It could be in somebody's garage, you know? Yep. And so I think, you know, if you are going to take supplements, do your due diligence, read the research, you know, go to reputable websites. Like, please do not get your, you know, information from YouTube. Um, it, it's just, it's a slippery slope, right? And I can say for our product that... You know, I was incredibly wary of the world of supplements when I decided to create a supplement, um, and because of it, stuck with what's in the research, what's supportive of, the, you know, in the research, and and was careful to not overstep or go into the world of like, oh boy, somebody might have a bad reaction with this, right? right. Um, and then additionally, we manufacture with a company called NutraScience, who are, one of the only companies in the U.S. who actually check the quality and purity of every single ingredient that's in-house, right? So that was incredibly important to me was, you know, I I don't think I can, you know, with a straight face, recommend this to my medical colleagues if, you know, let alone my patients or my, you know, clients, um, you know, if I don't really know what's in the jar. Right, and if you're going to take it yourself, then that's also another testimonial. It's like, well, I'm
2: taking this, then I'm obviously okay recommending it to to everybody else. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: My final thought on this and this being our last part of the series to just sum up, there's no magic pill and, and we have talked about that at length. Dr. Nye's is a wonderful supplement that we really believe in. Or those of you that listen to Pandola project podcast would know that we don't, recommend things very often so that's something we really believe works but still you have to do the work there's no pill that's going to burn all the fat away from for you there's nothing that's going to make huge huge changes a little bit of cinnamon is going to help maybe spark things up for you with your uh, metabolism a little bit maybe it's just one little add-on for example but taking these fat burners and expecting them to take pounds and pounds off your body or doing a high intensity interval training session and thinking that you are going to burn another thousand, two thousand calories over the next two or three days because you did that training session, it's just not true. It's just not going to happen that way. You've you have burnt enough extra calories over the next 36 hours from a high intensity interval training to have maybe an extra half a banana.
1: (laughs) Isn't that a bummer? That's about it. I'm just going to (laughs) say, oh, that's so deflating. Right.
0: And when you take something like caffeine, you're going to have a little bit more energy, maybe a little less uh, fatigue that improves unless you abuse it, but it's not going to change you from having some endurance to being the world's best marathoner so we have to understand that this is all incremental and so that's just the final thoughts i thought i would leave with on nutrition and training you're still the driver you have to do all the driving and that makes all the difference do do you know where you're driving to do you know how to drive this vehicle and do you know what kind of gas you're putting in the vehicle because that vehicle is you
2: yeah, quality. I always stick with, yep, quality over quantity. And as we've talked about over and over, educate yourself. That's, you're, in, you're in control of that. Educate yourself.
1: Yep, and I think the same thing. And uh, many of my patients, hopefully, who are listening out there know that I always say, you know, like, if you don't get off the couch, there's not really a real good reason to take any of this stuff. Like You, you have to do the work first. That's the, the most important step. Yes, agreed.
0: Wonderful, guys. Okay, well, thank you for listening. I really appreciate all of the the beautiful comments that both of my co-hosts made today. I think... That more discussions like this have to be in the future because I really learn more, discover more about how to help people and serve people better. When I have these discussions with these brilliant colleagues of mine, but also because these questions come in where we even know what it is that you want to know. So send us in some questions. We'd love to know more. Make sure you email us at pendolatraining.com com uh, at our website at Aaron at com and
2: dr albertson how can people
1: contact you yeah so you can just go straight to our website which is www bone and and there's a but big button in the right top hand corner that says contact us just shoot us a message we're happy to try and answer it nice and easy thanks everyone